the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello everybody and welcome back to Isaiah 61. Solomon Aquaka here, Spirit of the Lord Church. We are 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Thank you for joining us every week. And we pray that God is continuing to speak to you. God is continuing to encourage you. And, um, you know, within the framework that he's given us in this platform that um, you're finding value. Now, we we believe truly that um, during these times we we have to speak truth and we have to um, get back to the basics. So last uh, several weeks we've been talking about the festivals of the Lord and Really, those are prophetic uh, of the coming of the Messiah because Jesus came the first time. He fulfilled part of the festivals, and now he's going to come back a second time, and we shall reign with him. We shall reign with him. And so it's all about Jesus. It's not about, you know, just the focus on those festivals, but we have to know it, and we have to um, do those Celebrate those, remember those as we honor Christ in the process. Um, so this we this series going uh, going 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 forward, we're going to be talking about the subject knowing Jesus. Obviously, it's important that um, we observe His commands, but we have to also know who He is, um, understand who Christ is. And um, really, you know, tap into all that he has for us. Because in order to to really say that you know someone, then that means you have, you have to develop a close relationship with that person. A lot of times we, we would hear, oh, do you know this person? Do you know that person? And we have conversation. Well, I've heard about, right? I've heard about someone or I know of right or oh, i know about but knowing someone or knowing something takes a different um a different type of relationship it has to be a, a close relationship a, 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 it has to be something that is developed over time and that involves some investment some investment but really when we talk about knowing Christ um, we 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 talk about the fact that we as believers he is our righteousness he's up he's, he's our everything so we anchor and channel everything through him i want us to look at um, a couple of scriptures here um, but i'll focus mainly today on Matthew chapter 1, the genealogy of Jesus. Matthew chapter 1. Um, Luke also has a genealogy. We'll focus on Matthew chapter 1 and Matthew's um, 
genealogy of Christ. And really, we, as we go through this, I want us to pick out the purpose for which these are listed, the names that are chosen to be listed and tracing down to Jesus Christ himself. Because when we make it all about all these people and 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 the characters that they were and and we 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 get to a place where we we are like wow you know how did this person get into the lineage of Jesus we sometimes will miss the mark but we have to realize that you know in the grand scheme of things God's big plan and big idea is that since the fall of man he's been finding ways to redeem us to bring us back to him and so he works within our imperfections he works within our uh our flaws he works within you know sometimes our misgivings our missteps and he 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 finds a way to incorporate that into his blueprint now that's not his ideal scenario but he's just a loving God that wants the best for us. So he adjusts and adapts. Now, he doesn't compromise. He doesn't compromise. But we see that time and time again, even those broken men, those imperfect individuals that we read about, God still manifests himself to them because at some point they had to build a relationship with God and realize that mm, no flesh, no works of the flesh can stand before God's presence. And so there, there had to be some repentance or some acknowledgement of who God is. And then the ingredient and currency of faith is mixed in there. Right. And so Jesus came to being from a natural perspective, from his bloodline or lineage, he came from imperfect people, imperfect people. So Matthew chapter 1, I read from the Amplified Version, it says, The record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, son, the son, descendant of David, the son, descendant of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah, and his brothers who became the 12 tribes of Israel, right? And then it talks about Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron and Hezron the father of Ram. Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Solomon. Now let's go back to verse 2. It says that Abram was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Two things here. Now, Abraham can be seen here as a representation of God the Father, right? And and Isaac being his only son, um, that at some point he was tested, Abraham was tested to sacrifice a son. And the Bible says that Abraham agreed to do that. And Hebrews 11 gives us some additional insight into the mindset and the framework and the faith behind Abraham's decision. So the Bible talks about in Hebrews 11 that as soon as Abraham obeyed, 
Isaac was figuratively sacrificed. So that means spiritually there had to be a death and a resurrection of Isaac. So in the realms of the spirit, once Abraham obeyed in the heavens, um, Isaac, Abraham's only son, had already been resurrected. So that means the process started before they took that journey. Abraham obeyed and in the heavens it was credited to him as righteousness. It was credited to him as a man of faith who acted based on what he saw beyond the natural. Which brings us to this um, concept of faith. Faith is a currency of something that does not exist and you actually use that to draw that which doesn't exist into existence which gives us the the perspective and the scriptures back it that whatever we see is made out of things that are not seen so the natural realm all right originated from the unseen realm okay so paul said in colossians that set your mind on things above set your mind on things above because that's where reality or or in uh, let me use actuality is so sometimes we talk about facing reality um as believers we probably we have to change our diction a little bit and 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 talk about reality from god's lens not from our earthly uh, perspective because reality is what God says it is. Now, the person that determines good is the one that has the final say. The person that made what we see and spoke the things that were not into existence into existence defines what is reality. So, we as human beings have experiences and encounters in the physical but the physical realm is always subpar to the spiritual realm now i'll use this illustration so at the higher you go now there are three heavens right we talked about living in the open heavens a couple of months ago in september and i'm sorry in august and and really when we live under open heavens, we, we are, we're being transported and we're living our lives as if we're with Christ. Now, the heavens are several thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of feet up above us. And when you elevate and keep going up, there's a place where the human body cannot function. The human body cannot function beyond, beyond a certain altitude. You can't even breathe and you'd have all. So God knows that this natural body can only experience, feel things, and interpret things from this realm. So maybe as believers, we should change our, our conversations to, well, Let's come back to the earthly realm. 
versus let's come back to reality because reality is whatever happens in the spirit realm because nothing happens in the natural unless it manifests in the spirit realm so the the reality and actuality is governed by the spirit realm so let's let's so when abraham obeyed god and by faith he knew that god was able to raise isaac up God raised Isaac up in that instant. It was a done deal that Isaac was not going to die on that um, on 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 that um, sacrifice on on that altar, but he was going to be resurrected, and that actually happened. So, so instead of Isaac being sacrificed, God uh, replaced. Isaac with the sacrificial lamb that was caught in the thicket. And um, we we know that that's a representation of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the, of the world. Now, we, we look at Abraham, who um, who lied about Sarah. Um, and we, we look at Jacob, who was, uh, you know, a deceiver and 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 all that you know you have all these traits and you look at judah you look at perez aminadab you know you look at um boaz and and rahab and and you 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 can tell that it was not the best lineup or the most likely lineup if we were looking at it from from our, our worldly lens to interpret and say that wow if god is going to assemble you know, a team of people, patriarchs, um, and and their wives, to be connected to the lineage of his only begotten son. It would be just men who whose spirits were made just um, and who lived a blameless life. So we, we may be talking about the likes of the Enochs, right? Who who walked with God until he was no more. We'll be talking about the likes of um of Elijah who 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 appeared on the scene with with no no not much genealogy and and just started to do just just phenomenal stuff being inspired by the spirit of god but in this context we see all kinds of you know personality issues all kinds of uh individuals involved in certain certain behaviors that would would condemn today and rightfully so it doesn't fit the narrative of who a believer should be but the the point here is that God has always and will always work with broken people. That's why he says that a broken spirit and a contrite heart, Psalm 51, is what he wants. He doesn't want, he doesn't want, you know, uh, anything. He doesn't want lip service. He's looking for a broken spirit and a contrite heart. People who are broken and who come to him and say, well, I'm, Lord, I'm poor. Lord, I don't have anything. Lord, I don't have any morals except yours. Lord, I faulted. I'm not going to stay there, but I'm going to come out. But you continue to be my strength. You continue to be the source of my existence. Those are the people that God has used in time memorial. Now, 
We'll take a quick break here. This is Isaiah 61, and we're talking about knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus. We'll be right back. Jesus, you're my everything, yeah. My everything is you, Lord. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. All right, you're listening to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon Aquaka, and we are 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 5541. Join us for impactful times of worship every Sunday at 1030 a.m. at our auditorium. And we, you know, in the coming weeks, I'll share with you what God has been doing regarding our facility and how um, he's helped us just continue to modernize it and um, work through some some of the you know structural issues and um and and work that still needs to be done now we're talking about knowing jesus and um matthew chapter one is so deep and so rich and um we 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 pray that as you read and go through that god will give you the 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 understanding and insights and and sometimes as believers as we read and we immerse ourselves into the word god can pick us from where we are and and translate us into specific situations that occurred in the old testament and gives gives you a 3d view of what transpired that's why it's the spirit of God that searches the deep things of God. So there are certain things that we may say, well, were omitted from the word. But no, those the word is the word. The spirit of God helps us expand and expound and encounter the word to be living and active. So we, we, we look at the, the fact that Rahab is a part of the genealogy of Jesus. So who is Jesus? Man, so we look at um, David, Solomon. You know, how did God choose a child that, you know, was conceived after an adulterous relationship? Right? But see, the, the thing is that Bathsheba had something to do with it. 
And these women that are mentioned, Ruth, Ruth, Bathsheba, Rahab, they all did something significant. There was a faith factor. There's a faith factor in this whole thing. Now, let's go down to verse 7. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Ammon, and Ammon the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah, also called Coniah and Jehoiakim, and his brothers at the time of the deportation or exile to Babylon. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah became the father of Shetel, Shetel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was the father of Abihud, Abihud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, Azor the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim the father of Eliud, Eliud was the father of Eliezer, Eliezer the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary by whom Jesus was born, who is also called Messiah Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14, from David to Babylon, deportation or exile, 14 generations, and from the Babylon deportation to the Messiah, 14 generations. Now, that's the genealogy of Jesus, and we see such imperfect people. Just, just So, why are we talking about this? Because God doesn't need perfect people. He needs people that he can perfect. Because no, nobody before Christ is perfect. But see, we who are in Christ, God has what? Delivered, has saved, has predestined us, has justified us, and also glorified us. So there, there are multiple, there are multiple blessings here. There are multiple things that go on for going with a believer coming to Christ, their levels, and it's all through the person of Jesus Christ. So knowing Jesus, first we need to understand that he came from a line of individuals who were not perfect, who had issues. So if you're thinking that you know, the church or the people that go to church should all be perfect. Yes, that's that's the end result. That's the goal. And God keeps working to perfect his will in us and cause us to be reflective of his image. But we start from a place of being contrite, a, a place of being broken. And Jesus said in Matthew 5, he said that, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. They would have an encounter and a transformative experience of the kingdom of God, which was brought on earth by Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ brought the kingdom of God on earth. 
And so that he, when Jesus came, he changed the narrative from what John the Baptist was saying that the kingdom of God is near. Jesus said that the kingdom of God is in you. It's here right now and it's in you. And that's how the transformative process begins because we accept Christ, his kingdom dwells in us and his spirit just comes in and takes over. And I pray that you would have an encounter and an experience if you haven't had that with the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And if you've had and tasted of that, I pray that God would revisit and even blow your mind with another encounter and experience that would even further solidify your faith in him. May God bless you. May God be gracious to you. May God cause his face to shine upon you, lift up his countenance and cause you to walk circumspect and knowing that the days are evil. So we got to redeem the time and let Jesus be the center and the core of everything you do. Knowing Jesus is critical to the Christian faith. Until next week, this is Pastor Solomon signing off here. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.